Yeah, you and Bookman truly enjoy Flack, and I, I fucking hate him. My preference is Zane. I know, but I know that you enjoy Flack. I do, on occasion. Yeah. I, it's, it's mostly the pets. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just can't, I don't know. I hate Flack. I can tolerate Zane. Well, I could tolerate Zane. I, I haven't been able to find anything lately that is enjoyable. I don't think you would like what I do with mine. I have a seventy. Um, I have a level seventy-two build. Yeah, it's a. There's a lot of shoulder cannon. Yeah, no. And that's yeah. I I I think that's my problem with Zane now is since they introduced shoulder cannon. Shoulder cannon is, is kind of the most optimal way to play. And I just, I don't enjoy it. It just gives him better uh, options for anointments, doesn't it? Uh, it you can also he have, can use, you can also have him set up so that all his kill skills trigger and you can get the cannon on a short enough cooldown <laughs> that you're using it all the time. Just nonstop. It's just, I don't know. I, you know. And you're using that as a means to refresh the timer on the drone. Because yep. I, I, I have not dug seriously into Zane in a, in a bit, but uh, the last I was looking at him, the best or most productive builds <coughs> were drone and cannon. Yeah. A6 has a uh, cannon and clone, but it's it's mainly built around having grease trap and you're using the ultimate. Oh, yeah. That, that's just broken as hell. Yeah. Uh, clone can be fun. I like clone. Yeah. But it's still shoulder cannon. Like, clone and drone or drone and barrier or, you know, those those just aren't as optimal anymore. Uh, I mean, in a different way, because you can. It's a state of the game, really. Anything's optimal, you, isn't it? You can, because you can go with the the like near infinite, uh, like drone and clone. Yeah, which is is still viable. It is. It's just... The cannon allows the use of other class mods. Yes. Yes. It still works and better I... with that class mod, but it allows the use of others. Yeah. I think that's my frustration with Zane, is that while, while he now has more class mods that are viable, they're still just seeing dead. And that's one of the things I've been pushing a lot with, because when I get this Moe's done, I'll have 10 Moe's at 72. Um, like, I only have two. That the appropriate amount. Yeah. I only have two that use Minesweeper anymore. I've been, I've been doing a lot with Blastmaster. Um, and then the one build that I was going to use a Blastmaster that I, I found for uh, 
I forget why I I went to uh, DLC one for I was gonna get something and got a uh, plus five uh, green monster and it's just ridiculous. So yeah, it just uh, well that's that, your build that right there. Yeah, 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 and it's a lot of fun. It's even like it's a plus five in the fire rate skill. And that's it. Like the the rolls on it are shit, and it doesn't matter because when you, your soul render has a hundred and twenty one round mag, and you're just firing scorching RPMs. Yeah, asshole. Yeah, I mean it's it's hilarious because you've got the consecutive hits from the soul render and the bonus corrosive damage <coughs> and all of Moses shit going on. And it's just hilarious. It's a good time. Like if I could find one that was plus five and had good rolls, Jesus Christ, it'd, it'd probably be my best build I've got. But that's a, that's a whole lot of talk to open things up with, uh, on a, on a game that's old and uh not supported anymore is it supported anymore it is currently getting no active updates <clears throat> that doesn't mean anything they they released a a dlc for the last game well not even the last game two games prior 10 years later eight years later yeah. some ridiculous amount of time so it's yeah. never the end, and it wouldn't surprise me if they didn't release something in the lead-up to 4, or maybe as a result of Tails. They're going to have to win me over if they want more of my money. Right now, I just, um, yeah. Totally feel you there, and... Honestly, the way they're going to win me over is by releasing a product that I can purchase. Oh, yeah? Or it's very low. It's very, yeah. That's, it's, it's, that's, that's a very low bar. Um, it is a very low bar. I mean, it. Yeah. if you want to understand how low the bar is, uh, very shortly, I'm going to be, uh, while we talk, streaming uh, some content with no context given as to why or what. Uh, and, oh, I have too much time invested in this. Okay. I mean, I'll put it this way. If they announced Borderlands 4 tonight while we were on stream and they opened up pre-orders, I wouldn't pre-order it. That's okay. I would. Wouldn't pre-order it today, but you have plenty of time to pre-order it all the way up no. until it's actually available. No, I would not pre-order it. Okay. I probably wouldn't even buy it in the first month. It just we. I remember doing the podcast and Jeff just showing you a picture, which was a teaser picture, for not even of a character. It was yeah. like a collage of black and white bullshit that yep. he saw on a podcast or something and you were fucking excited yeah 
Yeah. And I had no idea what the fuck it was. Yep. So everything you just said should be surprising to anyone who knew that. Yeah. So I was just trying to put it in context here. Yeah. It, people who have listened to the show long enough should know uh, when Borderlands 3 was announced, like I, I pre-ordered the $100 edition. I actually bought a PlayStation 4 and then pre-ordered the $100 edition. So you could play it with everyone else. Yeah. Or, yeah no, I didn't even have, I didn't have the game. I didn't buy the game when it first came out. I was still playing Borderlands stuff on my 360. So, yeah. But I, I remember the painful growing pains of Borderlands 3. Yeah, I did not like Moe's, and I got extremely frustrated with uh, Flack at the beginning when once they, they nerfed uh, Gorillas in the Mist and his uh, fadeaway shit, and Moe's just couldn't get a break. Yeah. And now she's pretty much easy mode, and... A flack is shoot you in the toe and get a crit. Yeah. I mean, I I remember the pain of of being a Moe's main in the early parts of Borderlands 3, and then when they released Mayhem 2.0 and they broke her. <clears throat> and I remember all of the times that they did this dumb shit where they would release a farming event and then at the end of the farming event, surprise, motherfucker, everything you just farmed is worthless. <clears throat> yeah. Um, they, they have a communication problem. They have, uh, they have... They have a planning problem. And Wonderlands uh, has left a very bad taste in my mouth. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Borderlands 4, they're going to have to win me over. I, I'm not even buying Tales from the Borderlands. Don't even care. Like, I wasn't a big Tales guy anyway, so that's not a big surprise, but, like, I don't even care. Like, I'm, I'm not giving you my money for the name. See, that's, that's kind of sad. But I mean, I kind of feel that way with a lot of video game properties right now. Um, companies have rushed far too many products to market that were not in a good way, that needed tons of balancing after the fact, riddled with bugs, or the yeah, developers just don't respect the player's time. They're treating the players as playtesters. In some ways, yeah. The feedback. That's the other right. problem. Right. I mean, I could I could bore you for an hour telling you about why the giant boss raid bug in Marvel Future Fight is not a bug because a bug is something that happens unintentionally. But I mean that's that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother time yeah i'm just i'm i'm very unhappy with the state of gaming video gaming 
Wow. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, what, my my, my uh, silence wasn't due to shock. No, no. I, uh, wow. I, I hit my vape and uh, it, it went down the wrong pipe in a, in a stomach full of smoke it is not good. That's no, that's not a good time. Wouldn't imagine it would be. So. I am. Uh, so we bought Darby that dart, that dodge dart. And, uh, the, dealership had one of those like you know our dealership plates on the back yeah it's like a vinyl kind of plastic with lash written on it but on the back it's bl it's blank and it's just black and i got plates for my car and her car uh and uh put them on last week and they only give you one plate now so i have this empty license plate holder on the front so my boss has a vinyl cutting uh machine so he's going to print me a foolish media logo in white and i'm going to put it on that little on the back of that lash license plate and it's going to be my front license plate that's pretty fucking badass and I thought because I know that sheet that the stuff he roll the roll that comes on is so wide, you know, it's it's a certain you know width. Yeah. Uh and the logo can only be so big and it's kind of square. Uh because it can only be so tall. So there's gonna be a lot of wasted space on to the side. So I thought I'd just get printed you know, maybe like a inch and a quarter, inch and a half tall letters, foolish dot media, just okay. the words. Yeah. And uh, I, I can get it like, you know, probably, you know, four or five times. Um, I just put that on the back of my car, like right on the window. Yeah. You know, and like whoever's following me or sitting behind me in the in uh, McDonald's can wonder what the fuck's foolish dot media, and they can look it up. There you go. You'll be calm. But, but I will get a number of them, and then uh, each of you guys can have one if you want it. Yeah, yeah, we'll take one, and I will put it on my car. I will. Is the yeah, good. You will not, right? I will also, just to be a rebel. Yeah, I I will as well. Only instead of putting it on Dylan's car, I'll put it on my car. That's the spirit. There you go. Good plan. Good plan. I'm so, an idea uh, guy. No, anybody watch? Excited about that? That yeah, that's pretty cool. Anybody watch anything cool? Uh, I was just getting into my Netflix to look at all the shit I watch because, uh, um, yeah, I watched. We didn't do anything this weekend because Karen was sick and we just sat around uh, watching shit. 
Okay. I watched uh, like everything on uh, the Netflix top 10. I Came By was actually really good. Yes, it was. I was, I was kind of shocked because it just felt like a never-ending pit of despair. Yes. But, <clears throat> and I was really shocked in the end by, you know, when the person was saved, I was really shocked then as well. Yes. So, yeah, that was good. I watched Collateral, a movie I knew about but had never seen before. Uh, I've heard the name. but the uh, Tom Cruise and uh, Jamie Foxx. Jamie Fox. It's really, it's really good. Jamie Foxx is a taxi cab driver, and uh, Tom Cruise is uh, an assassin. That's an older movie. Yeah, it is. Yeah, Uh, okay. Yeah, I have seen that. Okay. That was pretty good. Yeah. Um, I also watched on Amazon. I had it. It was uh, free with commercials. I don't know the guy's name, so I got to look up the damn movie. Uh, it's called Lexi. Okay. L-E-X-I. It's basically, instead of uh, Siri, it's Lexi. Okay. He's this uh, very, you know, uh, introvert kind of guy. And he get he you know every time somebody invites him someplace he's like nah I got plans blah blah and he just goes home and does nothing but he gets his phone and his phone is like Wanda Sykes kind of just like get off your ass you know and the boss is like talking to the room and your boss is an asshole who said that you know <laughs> it it's it, it's funny but it's one of the guys from Workaholics the short little guy okay the the like. I guess the head guy, um, the one that's always showing his dick. It, it, every movie he's in has a dick pic from him in it. it yeah. It's it's almost like his freaking signature. It's yeah. That's a him movie if it has his dick in it. But you know, it was funny. It'd be weird if it wasn't. Like if it yeah. Was, at this point, I'd watch it. I'd be disappointed if I didn't get to see the dick. Yeah. That's uh God, that movie. The one where they're they're uh they're they're cleaning the hotel rooms. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love that movie. Yes. God, I wish I could remember the name of it. Game over, uh, man. Game over. Yes. Yeah. And then I watched my uh comfort movie. Yeah. World War Z. Okay. I, I don't know what it is about that movie. I can just turn it on and I'll just watch it. Okay. It's on TV. I'll always watch it. I just, okay. I, I know it's not a really great movie, but I like the intelligence of the like detective story that goes along with the like kind of not, he doesn't even cure the zombie thing. He just right. figures a way around it. Right. And that's, I, I don't know. That just really appeals to me. I, I always, I, I just the intelligence of that kind of stuff. Just uh, I gravitate towards. I, I aspire to. How's that? There you go. So I watched. Uh, so I fell down the YouTube rabbit hole. <coughs> of 
Of what? Hot Ones. Oh, the YouTube TV thing? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so I've been watching a lot of that. Uh, I started watching and then hate-watched the rest of The Devil in Ohio. I I watched, I watched that and... It was fucking stupid. Eh. Oh, yeah. It was dumb. It was it like, was it was basically a teen drama with a little bit of satanic cult in the next town. I just feel it, like it's gonna hurt my religion. It was so like I don't know. Maybe because we're from Ohio. I didn't like that they had a fake county. Which two like, fake there was a book. Well, two sure, fake counties. fake counties, but they're all like, oh, go Browns. It's but like, then they, in fucking yeah, county. they went out of their fucking way to make sure you knew this takes place in Ohio. Go Browns, Ohio State, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. But then you can't, Jesus Christ, like you have Cuyahoga National Forest up there. It is a very rural area. It has pockets in weird things that you could have used to build your fucking story. And instead you're like, no, we're going to call it Amon town. Right. Or put it in like Southern Ohio and you could put it in like Meg's County where they're all growing drugs anyway. Right. If you put it down there, like now you can draw on the mythos of Appalachia, which as we know, because of the podcast, old gods of Appalachia is kind of a hot commodity right now. Yeah. And they just, oh my God. So there's the fact that they, they couldn't be bothered to learn anything about the, the state that they set their bullshit in. Uh, then there's the fact that like Amon County, like apparently this fucking County is so backwards and redneck that the, the rest of the world just doesn't exist there. That sounds like shit. Yeah. Yeah, when the cop goes there and he has, like, no cell phone signal. Right. Like, it, dude, Shelby would be more like the town where they were living in. Yeah. And and the mythical Shelby that we all joke about, the, the meme Shelby would be Eamon. It was so bad. Yeah, I'm not, not arguing there. It was pretty horrible. Like I was, it. I don't know. I think we made it. Through. I watched it uh, because it had the bone, the lady from Bones in it. And I'm like, okay, I, she's Emily Deschanel. Yeah, yeah, she's usually pretty decent. Uh, yeah, but yeah, the conclusion of the story isn't even like it isn't good. even over. Yeah, it's like open door. Yeah, like nothing about what they were trying to do was the right way to go about it. It was, oh my God. I, it was, yeah. Like, people I, talk about I how watching it because I just wanted to finish it because yeah. I had started it. But, right. like, Athena, that's basically was, Athena's rationale for why we right. finished it. Just so it's not on continue watching forever. Like, I saw an article about it while I was looking up one of the people. Like, I was trying to remember who one of the actors was because they looked familiar. And, yeah. Uh, not Bill Pullman. Right. And yeah. basically their thing said like Oh, is that Ron Pullman's brother? 
I don't know. Mm -hmm. It basically said like it's a terrible mess of a movie that doesn't know what it wants to do and instead resorts to like just taking the easy way out in every opportunity. Yeah, yeah. it was a bunch Pretty of uh, dog whistle bullshit. Yeah, it like they, they didn't flesh out what the heck they were trying to do with the cult and like they didn't flesh out, oh, does this actually work when they try and do these things or Right. Well, yeah, the cult leader was what dying of uh, cancer, cancer or, or some shit, yeah. and he was sleeping with all the handmaidens to make himself well. Yeah, like <clears throat> it was. It was such lazy research into what a uh, Abrahamic satanic cult would be. Would I guess be the correct nomenclature for? Yeah. That? Yeah, right. that that would it was it was pure satanic panic bullshit. Right, and that's what felt worse about it was like they could have said this was a you know Christian cult. Yeah, and done the exact same thing that they did, and I would have felt much better. Yeah, yeah. But like it's of course like with the Christian, Christian cult, cult, you could have had the uh, sacrifice at the end. Yeah, you. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you could have. Oh, well, absolutely. It, it, Really? The Testament okay. God was sacrificing yeah. people left and right. Well, not yeah. not not in this Christian theocracy that we live in. Oh you know, no! You can't well, have that. These, the old school. We brought this over in the 1700s, Christian. Yeah these these crazy fundies that are running around now like this this was their Christian wet dream. Yeah, like this was not far off of what people want currently. They just. Took the crappy way out and slapped a Lucifer. Yeah. Oh no. Oh my god. What do we do, Lucifer? Yeah. When she when she tells uh, the blessing uh, near the beginning and she says, uh, "Oh, morning star," and I'm like, "Okay." And then the little girl's like, "That's not the words I learned." Yeah, I was like, well, like oh, the God. fact that the mom immediately took all the stupid actions in the world and they half-assed explained it towards the end, kind of why she would have done that, but not well enough to explain like, right, this idiot shows up and suddenly you <laughs> blow up your entire world. Yes, over yes. this, which is why I kind of like the way it ended because she was stuck with the consequences of her actions. Oh no, I'm I'm okay with that part of it. But like, right. but I'm saying like that was the one thing that they did that I was like, I like how you ended this because like yeah. if they had then gone back and everybody was happy at the end, it would have been real stupid. No, I was. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of thought the uh, them being separated at the end was kind of like, okay, that that feels real. That that what? Right. It you felt go back to your crazy ass wife. No, real ish, but it. It was, I don't know, extreme for. Oh no! Yeah, I don't know. It just, it, I mean, it just like this sounds crappy, but also like <coughs> this fucking small. There's no way there's that much diversity. Well, yeah, there's that too. I mean, the whole cast just was like, um, you wouldn't be here, you wouldn't be here, you would have been run out of town. Like, if that's yeah. the if that's what we're setting up here, this doesn't fly. Yeah. The other thing that that didn't fly in our household was uh you know she's the older sister no this this mom is is a mental health professional oh yeah <laughs> that that part did not 
Was is that what she was a mental health professional? She was a psychiatrist, but that's a yeah. She, she yeah. She was a social worker at the hospital. No. Yeah, she, she has all the same uh, requirements <laughs> that that fifty uh, percent of the foolish wives have in their jobs. Yeah, and it, but she like, was prescribing medicine at one point, like not well. She, she's Some a, can't like do just that. regular regular medicine. Like she was a psychiatrist. Okay. Yeah. But this, like, okay, this just seemed like it was like fancy Tylenol or something. I forget what exactly. They had a couple of names on there, and they yeah. did not seem to be like psychiatric drugs. No, no. But it was. I mean, the there is okay. So yes, it is possible that you could go from mental health services provider to guardian in that situation. And they kind of touched on the fact that, like, hey, this isn't really a good idea. But, like, that would have been red flag number one. There would have been a lot more questions about that. Um, and then, like, as she continued to make just terrible decisions, there's no way at the end of that movie that chick is living in that house because she can't afford it. because She doesn't have a license anymore. She does not have a job. Or at least not the job that she had before. Right. That and... The house that they took the girl to to like be the foster house that had yeah. like a thousand fucking kids in it. Yeah. And she says, Well, this looks good. I'm going, What the fuck? Yeah. This yeah, lady's running a puppy mill for fucking foster kids, and you're saying this looks good? Well, hopefully she wasn't fucking the foster kids, but you never know. Well, I mean, she's just collecting checks. Uh, that's, yeah. That's that. That happens, though. That's yeah. a business, yeah. Yeah, that. I mean, it is a I business model. I, I that movie just or that series uh, hurt got, you in a lot of ways. In a lot of fucking ways. After a while, I was very much watching it. Like, well, this is terrible, but I got to see how it ends. Yes, yes. It just yeah, got they they got to be able to pull this out at the end. Come on. Oh, I didn't. I was not hoping they would pull it out. I just wanted to see what happened because it was only eight episodes. Oh, it, it was like a multiple season thing. I just wouldn't have started it. I I was full on hate watching it after like episode. Like we got through the first three episodes, and I'm like, yeah, I don't. This just really isn't doing it for me. And Athena was like, yeah, but it'll just be in the <clears throat> watching. We should just finish it. And I'm like, okay. By like episode oh, she, five she was or a closet six. lover. No, God, no. She was loving by, it. By like episode five or six, I was in full hate watch. It just, ugh. And not for like a a laughable, haha. Chad doesn't like this because it's you know this kind of thing. <coughs> like it was right. just, it was just bad. Yeah, I, I'm not going to ever recommend it to anyone I know. Like, oh, God, no. we're not in, you know, dire straits here. But, um, <laughs> yeah, like, I finished it because I could finish it all in a weekend, and I was playing video games at the same time, so it yeah. bother me. Yeah, but I will, I will agree. I Came By was well worth the time. Athena put it on. And I was like, oh, I don't know. This doesn't look the good. the the main actor, the the well, I guess the the focal point at the beginning of the movie. That kid, that actor, has never played a decent person 
in no. a movie I've seen. So I was kind of suspect about where this movie was going. I'm like, okay, okay. well, I'll give this actor, give him a chance. You know, he's never gotten to be the good guy. Yeah. And I see why. I was kind of surprised by the judge, the, the actor who played him. That guy's always a good guy. Mm-hmm. And he got to play the villain. A, a serious villain. Yeah. Uh, with a plan. That guy, had a, that guy had a factory. That was, I'm not going to lie, uh, that, that was, we can all agree that that was my kind of movie, right? We, is it just you and I that have seen it? Yeah, I haven't seen it. I we, think so. I think so. I, I, I don't know. It, it, it definitely had an ending. Right. But throughout the movie, like, this is a movie of terrible things continuously happening to. Yeah. Yeah. There was, there was like one good thing and it was the baby being born that you didn't even get to see happen. Right. Like there, there were plenty of just like, it was a train wreck of life. Yeah. Um, I started feeling bad. Yeah. I was getting kind of like, come on, this can't, no, this can't keep going on. I, I'm not going to lie <coughs> after what happened to the mom happened. I was like, holy fucking shit. This movie is going to end with this guy getting away with it. Like yeah. I, I was dead, dead believing. Nope. This is just going to be when, when he just casually says that. Yeah. Where, where, where he is. I was yeah. just like, God. Yeah. And I was like, fuck. During, during the search, when he closes the door during the oh, search. When he, when he fucks with the, the cop. Yeah. yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. Uh, I was like, oh my God. This guy, like. He wasn't like overtly creepy, but he had enough. Like when he's telling that kid the story about his dad. Yes. I totally thought this was turning into a uh he was like me kind of thing and then it completely changed and you're like oh fuck no this is a i hate my dad yes story yes there were so many twists and turns in how that played out um yeah, I I will one hundred percent recommend. I yeah, it was it was it was a definitely worth watching. I mean, it it's probably not going to be you know top favorite movie or what, but it wasn't what I I went in expecting something just from the trailer, mm-hmm. and then it turned into something complete. It turned in like the whole series of like. One of those cop dramas that takes a whole series to solve one murder. Yeah. That's what it felt like in two hours. Yes. Athena watched, picked another movie uh, since she had COVID this week. uh, You know, she, she was home and watching things more often than than Mm -hmm. I was, but she turned on this movie called the poison rose. Is that the one with fucking Travolta? Travolta, Morgan Freeman, 
Brendan Fraser, Famke Jensen, Robert Patrick, Peter Stormare. Like this is like this movie had. I don't know if you would call it an A-list cast now. I don't know. Did you see the standing ovation that uh, that Brendan, Brendan Fraser got? got? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's a that's a cast. Like you look at that cast, and even if you don't know who Peter Stormare is, like when you see his face, you're like, I know who that guy is. He's in this shit. Like you look, you hear that cast, and you're like, wow. Uh, I bet you that's going to be pretty good. It wasn't. No. It wasn't bad. Like I'm not. I'm not mad that I watched it. <laughs> okay. But it did not feel like a movie that came out in 2019. I mean, you just listed off the cast. It seemed exactly like something that came out in 2002. No, no, 2019. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> then, yeah. Yeah. This this movie had the feel, the tone of a movie that would have came out like in the what was it late nineties, early aughts when Ashley Judd was turning out the the quasi lifetime movies that were going to the theater. Double Jeopardy. Yes. Yes. I assume that's the one you were specifically thinking of. Yes. And I just couldn't remember the name of the movie, but yeah. So it, but it was shot as a, as a film noir with Travolta as the narrator as well. Yeah. That's the thing that keeps turning me off from uh, watching it. His voice just irks me. It's he is heavy accented in this movie. Yeah, and it's the same accent whenever he needs an accent that he has. Okay, well I'll give you that. I so it just it just felt like a cookie cutter, fucking Travolta movie to me. It, just it, from the preview, I know nothing about. Yeah, it. yeah, no, it, there is a lot of that cookie cutterness <laughs> to it. Now, if this movie would have came out to the theaters, there is zero chance I would have gone to the theater to see it. Well, that's the nature of streaming anymore. But, you know, for what was it? I know they list that. Where's it at? Jesus Christ. No, I was just looking at it. So, Uh, 90 minutes. It's 98 minutes. Um, I'm sure that I could have found something better to do with those 98 minutes, but I, it's not like I'm, I'm not as mad about the poison rose as I am the devil in Ohio. I'm not even close. Like I, I would tell you, yeah. I mean, if, if you want to check out like a, a very interesting shot movie that has uh, a pretty predictable plot, with some borderline well, you, you had me at all that hype no like it it is wow. a it is a well shot movie it looks good it looks pretty it's a film noir which is a genre that that i enjoy sometimes there's uh, nothing wrong with a predictable plot right like it's 
it's it's okay. It I I would say you know don't go into it expecting Pulp Fiction, and just go in expecting a ninety minute film noir that that is passable, and and you won't be disappointed. And I feel bad saying that, but it's like, you know, this, this is the, the world of streaming, as you said, like, let's be honest about what we're watching. Well, it's, it's just so much to ask somebody to get up, get in their car, drive, wait in line, wait through a bunch of previews, pay gross amounts for snacks and watch a movie that they're lukewarm about. Right. That's but, but you can get a hundred people to stream that movie. Oh, absolutely. You can so get now there, an there's, yeah, a hundred people now. It could be number five on Netflix top list. Yep. Which it is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. You know, that it's a different market now. I will say Brendan Fraser's performance in the movie left me feeling unsettled and not, not in a bad way, not in a, like, I don't think you should have done that, but in a, that was a, a definitive character choice and he leaned into it and the, the performance left me unsettled. Purposefully. Yes. Weird. Yes. I mean, he's playing a, a creepy ass fucking doctor in Podunk, Texas. And yeah, he's. It is very believable that he is a creepy ass doctor in Podunk, Texas. Morgan Freeman plays a drug dealer. So I I think that may be uh, like, could you point at a movie and say, oh, well, Morgan Freeman plays the villain here? Um, uh, Yes, actually. There's more than a couple. Okay. Bruce Almighty. Oh, come on. Well, it's been argued that that isn't God. That is the devil. I'm not debating that, but I mean, but I, I mean, a real, like a non-dramedy where he is a villain. Chain reaction. Keanu Reeves yeah. and Margaret Weiss. Not he is the villain. We'll have to check that out. There and there have been a few like that <laughs> where he has played a. Uh... He's not the like shoot you in the face villain. He's the Cerebral. puppet master. He's a puppet master yeah. villain. Yeah, he he's very much uh, the Godfather of I believe it's meth in Texas. Oh, that's his first problem. You don't meth with Texas. <laughs> that's right. You don't meth with Texas. Uh, I don't so know how the, they say it when they're on meth, too. <laughs> well, I mean, is that 
Mike Tyson saying it, or is that? <laughs> wow, nice. That's. Uh, I. You know what? This is the point because he fucks people up, man. This is the point in time where we have to really uh, just elucidate the world that the views expressed by uh, Mr. Kreider do not reflect <laughs> do not reflect the views or opinions held by Foolish Media LLC. Listen, if I I will just put it out there, Mr. Tyson, if you are offended Don't do by that. my joke, don't fucking yours, challenge him. No, no. If you are if you are offended by my. Uh, <clears throat> My joke at your speech impediment, uh, I do apologize, and I would love to have you on the show where we can talk about whatever you want. Well, to the, best of our, well right to the best of our ability to understand you. He seems to be under the impression that he is going to die very soon. I mean, so one of the things, one of the reasons why I kind of fell in love with Hot Ones is... We have always talked about wanting to have interviews with people here on the show. And we want to have an interview that is that is uh, not the stereotypical interview. We, we've talked about wanting to interview uh, people in not mainstream professions and talk about them as a human being and not about their, you know, not treated as some uh gawk and stare at their their life yeah very much a this is this is x they do y and then we talk about anything in the world that is not y yes yes that is one of the things that i truly enjoy about the hot ones show now they do talk about what the person does but it is a far deeper dive, super, like, people, they're eating these fucking hot wings and trying to, like, form lucid sentences, and the whole time they're like, how the fuck did you know this? Like, wh who told you this? How did you find this out? Because they're doing a serious deep dive into the who this person is to provide obviously startling questions for the the interview because that's part of the shtick of you know catching people well, hot ones it. hot ones isn't just the wings it's it's a double hot, hot question yeah yes yes uh it is god i i think that it is genius in the way that it lays things out in the way it goes about it and I won't lie, uh, my favorite episode to date is a tie between Elijah Wood and Neil deGrasse Tyson. Neil's was pretty good. I did watch that. Oh, oh and... Of course, uh, I, I, Neil, deGrasse Neil deGrasse Tyson is uh, very charismatic. Yes. It's hard to have an interview with him that does not feel uh, anything you watch where he's being interviewed or just has enough space to just talk. Yes. Cause he you know, not lecture, not lecture, just, just chat. He doesn't, Answer he doesn't have that, that, uh, that, that sort of 
prototypical or stereotypical scientist sound when he starts right. talking. <clears throat> yes. No, he taught he talks science like the guy waiting on the bus with you yes. talks science. I will it's, also say uh, another really good one is Alton Brown. Uh, I know that name, but I Food Network, uh, Iron Chef. Okay. And, the shorter guy with glasses, bald. He yep. also did yep. Good Eats. Yes, he did Good Eats. Okay. And before he got into the culinary world, he directed commercials. Ooh. I knew that would that would get a peak in interest from Mr. Warren. Because why? Why what? That makes some sense. Why would I be interested? Yeah, I know, right? Why Why would the guy who professes to love commercials be interested by that? But yeah, I mean, I I I'm I probably watched. So I started watching it when I became conscious during my uh, my COVID time because I was stuck back here in the family room. I don't have Netflix or anything loaded on my PlayStation, so I just turned on YouTube. And I'm like, I need, I need something to watch. Like, I'm going crazy. I tried to play video games. Uh, spoiler alert, trying to play video games when you are deep in the throes of COVID, not a good idea. Yes, uh, becoming dizzy on top of nauseous, not a good idea. Yeah. So I started watching Hot Ones, and I, I quickly fell in love <coughs> with the format. Sorry. And then... I, I won't lie, I think there's only been three episodes, and I'm not watching them in any kind of order. Uh, there's only been three episodes that I've watched that I'm like, well, that was an utter waste of 20 minutes of my life. But that's the thing. It's 20 minutes. It's very much right. the streaming so-so movie kind of uh, right. mentality. Right. Well, okay. There are There are three episodes that I'm like, I wish I had that 20 minutes back. That's it. But it's there's only three of them. One of them being the the infamous DJ Khaled episode. You mean you didn't it's watch infamous. another one and another one? What's that? I said you didn't want to watch another one and another one? Another one and another That's one. That's a DJ Khaled like it's another oh. one. He likes to yell at things. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. It's yeah. um, very much gotcha. along that same line, I came across the uh, YouTube channel uh, last night, night before. With it's, I think it's BuzzFeed's channel, but they had uh, versus. It was an animator versus a cartoonist. Okay, but they have three sets. You know, three pairings of animators versus a cartoonist, and they sit facing each other with Cintiqs, and they have to draw from memory, like Mrs. Potts or Mrs. Puff from SpongeBob, or oh, wow. Sandy, or SpongeBob, or Patrick Star, uh, uh, Dexter from Dexter's Laboratory, Bugs Bunny. I mean. And some of these people are professional artists. And some of the shit they churn out in, you know, 15 minutes is total shit. 
and not even fucking close to, to what it's supposed to be. Um, it it honestly just made me feel good watching it. <laughs> I'm okay. like, okay, I'm not total shit. <laughs> but no, that's, I don't know where I was going with that, but it was entertaining. Sounds like it. <sighs> Sorry, I had to mute myself there. I had to sneeze and cough. So no one else watched anything fun? Uh, I, I watched uh, The Lost City on Prime. Uh, I thought that was fun. Watched that the other week. We came before last. Sandra Bullock and uh, Tina. Channing yeah. Tina. Yeah, I want to. I want to watch it. I just I haven't. I will, all I will say is there is a cameo character who is epic in that movie. In every scene he's in. In every scene he's in. And it's not Brad Pitt? No, it is Brad Pitt. Because okay. he's, oh my God, he's fucking awesome. Okay. I was about to say, if they were able to top what I have seen that Brad Pitt was in, damn, like. Uh, it's not, it's not his uh, Deadpool 2 cameo. Okay. But it's pretty close. Okay. It's, it's pretty awesome. Uh, his, he, his, his character is pretty great. He's in the movie for probably 20 minutes, though. Yes, but he, I mean... The shock, oh, literally, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, of of his Deadpool cameo, where you didn't even know it was gonna be there, and then he was all of a sudden there. It was that was just awesome, and uh, but no, his his character is awesome. He has great lines. He has great. I guess you have to call it choreography. And he's got uh, fabulous hair. Fabulous hair and an awesome car. <laughs> I mean, I Brad Pitt has had awesome hair for a long time. Yeah, but no, he he. No, this is like halfway down his back. Awesome hair. He continues to do just. I'm, if if the where where Bruce Willis will just be in any sci-fi adventure movie until now from now until he Not, can't read lines anymore. So Until that, he retired earlier this year. Yeah, well, yeah, whatever. Um, no, he he really did. He yeah, I, I I remember reading it now. But we, uh, the, okay. there's still a bunch of movies of his that are like filmed and in the can. So there's new Bruce yeah. Willis movies for probably the next three years. Yeah, I see okay? one on Netflix every every day. It seems. Uh, but I'd be happy if uh, Brad Pitt was just did cameos in movies like this for the rest of his career. Well, and one of the things that, because I saw an interview with him, God, it was probably 2020 now, where Brad Pitt talked about the fact that, you know, he's at a point, you know, in, in life where he doesn't have to work. 
Um, He's taking the jobs know, he wants to then. Right. He, he is purely taking a job based on, yeah, this is something I want to do. I mean, he's worth <clears throat> hundreds of millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. he, has gener he has generational wealth. Uh, like, he's just going to do the things that he wants to do now. And he said at the time, like, contract doesn't even play a, a factor in him choosing a role anymore. Like what he's going to get paid? Yeah. Oh, no. He just does what he wants because it's... it's like, are, are you insured? Okay, I'll be there. Yeah. So he's, he's taking the Bill Murray approach. He's doing, yep. he's doing what he wants because it sounds like it might be fun. Yep. Yep. <sighs> Which I have to say, uh, I, I saw a meme, and I'm sure it's an old meme, but I saw it. I don't remember seeing it before. Uh, someone said became Bill Murray. Uh, they should announce a Groundhog Day sequel and then just re-release Groundhog Day. That'd be awesome. And I I laughed harder at that than I should have. Don't feel bad about laughing that hard at it. <coughs> that was No, I, I, I love that movie. Yeah. And the idea that, you know, that would just be a fantastic stunt. <clears throat> yeah, that would be, uh, what was it? Um, they were interviewing Ryan Reynolds and he was talking about, I don't, I'm not even sure what movie it was. But the the tagline for the movie was the studio that brought you Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, and so and so twice because <laughs> you know, right. of their live action reboots of these damn things. Uh, Cinderella uh, brings you blah 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 movie, and he goes, "It was a real fight with Disney to allow that." promo to go through because they don't like making fun of themselves right but he finally you know after much pleading begging and bargaining just for that promo which was only like initially at the beginning of this movie's you know promotion that it appeared uh won them over and a lot it was allowed to Go through. I'm a little bummed that he had to, to run to his draft, so he isn't like as accessible right now. Because I had questions for him that about Ryan Reynolds, since you brought him up, that that only D is qualified to answer. Are you talking about the soccer movie or show yeah. or what? I saw yeah. that. I haven't watched it. Yeah, I I know. Of, is it a the, series? Is it a documentary? Is it? A, it's a. It's a docu-series. Okay. Uh, so they really do have a, a team and... Yeah, they really bought this team that used to be, like... This team used to be on the level of, like, Manchester United. Okay. In, like, in, in... I don't know if it's in all of European soccer, football, 
or if it's just in the in the British leagues. But if you suck long enough, you get demoted as a team. Yeah, that's the way it should work in in sports. I mean, the Browns should not be a uh, an NFL team. NFL, NFL team. Yeah. You know, they should be somewhere yeah. between high school and college. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Between. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. Like they they got kicked down to the next lowest league and they were there for a while. And instead of, you know, getting better and making it back up to the top league, they, they, they yes, they sucked more and got kicked down to the third. Wow. Thing. And that's where they lived when. uh when when Ryan Reynolds and, and his finance team purchased this team. You suck that bad at soccer. That's got to hurt. I mean, have you ever played soccer? That's, that's the one that's played outside, right? Yes. yes. I think that answers your question. I played a lot of soccer as a kid. Now I'm not I'm not talking shit about American football players. But of the of the 11 players on a soccer pitch, all 11 of those players could play American football. Of the 11 players on a team on a foot from a American football team five could play soccer and that that might be that's yeah, prob- probably five. I think I think that's uh that's just different physical demands I mean yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, the there's on, a the guys on the line, offensive line, aren't running up and down the field. Tight ends like Rob Gronkowski could not play. Like he might be an outlier as a tight end. He might, in his prime, have been able to play soccer, maybe. <clears throat> but that's a big maybe, like that. The the cardio needs, the endur- not the cardio needs, the endurance needs that soccer places on the human body are pretty insane. There's there's a there's a reason why they don't like they play more soccer games in a week than they do football games. But it's not like they're playing as many as baseball. Well, I think we can all agree baseball requires very little. You know, I think of, I think from the whole team kind of. Th- yeah. I mean, they got they got the guys that are standing their positions. You know, they they yeah. play so much, but there's just as many people sitting around waiting to be yeah. rotated in. Yeah, I would say of of the the big world sports, 
baseball probably has the least physically demanding physically demanding uh golf um i mean if you're just talking about playing the sport that's one thing but if you're talking about competing at the highest levels they gotta walk the field but i mean no one's chasing them you're putting a lot of weird pressure on your knees yeah i mean think about this tiger woods revolutionized the way golfers trained and, and approached the sport and even he utterly shredded both knees multiple times yeah yeah to to compete at golf at the at the highest levels at the at the pga levels I mean, maybe maybe 30 years ago, it was not as physically demanding. But now that they're they're treating themselves as athletes, like <clears throat> I, I I dare say you could play baseball longer than you could play in the PGA. Now. The difference is the PGA has the senior PGA where you can go when you start to age out of the normal PGA. And there's a reason for that shit. I, I mean, I'm actually probably going to be uh, taking golf back up here soon. One of my sons has, has weirdly been fascinated with it, and my other son wants to learn. And uh, I used to be really good at that game. I used to be okay. I don't think I will ever be uh, as good as I was in my late teens when I was playing on a competitive traveling circuit but i would i the other thing is i would just like to get out and walk and swing and hit the hit the stupid ball and chase it around the field and you know i think the last time i played golf was the only time i seriously played golf it was my with my brother and my dad and i lost 16 balls okay lost 16 yeah. balls what i'm hearing okay. is company function they, they was our company yeah you better take out a loan because i got we'll no just, equipment and you're gonna need that extra money for balls do you swing right-handed my left hand can't even wipe my own ass so yeah okay okay well then then you can at least use rental clubs at the golf course I cannot. Uh, my dad, I, I my dad my bowls side. bats and golfs left-handed, but he is right-handed hmm. because he was made to be right-handed. He was forced to learn how to write, read, write his name, and write everything right-handed. Well, yeah, because everything the, else he does, everything else he does left-handed. Because the devil lived inside those. Those people that yes. read it the other way. Those filthy lefties. Yep. 
They tried like hell to make me right-handed. But I mean, back, like, back in your day, Ray, they were like they were dunking. They were dunking people. My dad's day, yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, my dad wanted me to learn how to play sports right-handed because theoretically it would give you an advantage. Dad always talked about left-handed batting being an advantage because you can, oh yeah, like have a step off the plate before you even like bunt or bat. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, my game doesn't require that much precision. Yeah, Um, batting left-handed, you do have some advantages in baseball, even though you're Uh, facing the wrong way. Pitching. Uh, as, as a lefty, you have an enormous advantage. Um, but like with golf, uh, a lot of people would tell you that a left-handed person playing golf should swing the club, what we traditionally, traditionally call right-handed because then your, your strong, your dominant arm is what's leading your body through your swing. I almost like broke my own foot trying to swing a golf club right-handed. I would probably play musical instruments left-handed had it not been for orchestra. Because you are not allowed to be left-handed in orchestra. Uh, Speaking of left-handed, uh, instruments i was driving somewhere i think it was driving home yes a kid up the street was sitting on his front porch playing a flute and he's holding it the the wrong way you know you're supposed to have it over your right right shoulder your left hand in front your right hand behind he had it the opposite way and i almost stopped the car to yell at him (laughs) I wonder if they make a left-handed flute. I, would I don't know. I, 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 I decided against, you know, correcting them. But yeah. Because uh, yeah. what the fuck do I know? But uh, I was like, something's not right. Oh, God, he's holding it the wrong way. But he looks like, he looks like yeah, I think he's a little kid. I was like fifth grade. It's the beginning of the year. It's probably never hold, held the instrument ever before. So, Right. I just thought it was funny. Ugh. Shit, guys, I've gained 15 levels. Woo! What level are you? Uh, 55. Oh, you're just, you're just into clap traps, aren't you? Nope. Graveboard? Uh, yep. Graveboard? Doing graveboard. <clears throat> Because I haven't gone that deep in uh, the DLC stuff yet. And was like, nope, I'm going to wait until I get to max level. And so I'm just, I'm on Mayhem 11 and pop in, kill Grave Ward, pop back out. Can you uh, jump down the hole in the mech? No. No, you actually have to wait until he... uh, flips the 
the platform the first time, uh-huh. get out of that hole, jump into Iron Bear, shoot his hand, and then kill him before he gets back up. Which is not hard because... Well, I, I just... I've seen some people, like, drop down the hole with, like, <clears throat> Flack or Zane or oh, uh, yeah. what, and uh, just snipe him right in the chest and dead. But yep. I can never do that, but I've seen it. Uh, I can I can kill him pre-flip at 72 with three of my Moses. But I'm on Mayhem 11. Uh, I'm using a lob as my gun, and that's only because it dropped with consecutive hits. Which means while I'm holding it in Iron Bearer, I have consecutive hits. Nice. I got a shitty rolled Minesweeper while I was doing this, and I'm like, yeah, that'll make this farm go faster because then I get the, the micro grenade crits. Like this, this is a terrible, janky thing. I'm probably gonna have to steal some gear out of my bank at 72 just so I can like go get function. Me. Yeah, yeah. And I'm okay with that. I don't care. Do the minesweeper grenades count towards her uh, vampiric healing? Yes. I didn't know that. Yep. Uh, but if you're, if you're close enough that the micro grenade goes off, it doesn't matter if you're getting healed or not, it will kill you. Keep that in mind. Oh, Espe- I, I, especially, I about that. especially at 72, you, you're just, you're dead. Well, you're down, you're in fight for your life. I was watching some of uh, K6's uh, doll Mo's play through. Yeah, it was it was a good good time. It's pretty funny. Some of the shit he ran into. I watched. He, his, di- uh... he died before he even got to, into the <laughs> second room in the opening of the game. Yep. He tried to I... kick a barrel to somebody and killed himself. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I've done that a few times on this playthrough. When he got the uh, Breath of the Dying from the Pinata, yeah, I about shit myself. A yeah, Breath I... of the Dying at level eleven is like the fuck. Yeah, you just won the game, sir. Yeah, I love that gun. It's killed me more than you know a dozen times, but I do love that gun. Yeah. It's really fun on tomorrow when she can get those uh, little globes to that come up when you kill somebody and they get the little starburst of corrosive projectiles. Yeah. Those things can be as powerful as her remnant uh, bursts. Hmm. So, uh, next week, next Next, Wednesday, next Wednesday, we're doing the thing. We are doing, we're doing a thing. We're doing the stuff in the things here live. 
Are we ready? Always. Yeah. Okay. I, 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 this is our jam. I, I don't think there's any worry about being ready. Okay. I think we know where <laughs> where we're going. Uh, we what did we want, lose what we want to make and uh, what we need to come yeah. up with to fill in the blanks. We did lose a uh, subreddit over the advertisement that the banner I put on it, but that's okay. It was our worst performing subreddit. Oh, that we aren't allowed to put stuff like that there. Uh, no, they banned us. Oh, nice. Because constituted an advertisement. Um. Okay. I, I I wrote back and I said yes. I'm advertising a free chat session with the creators of the comic strip. Yeah, you can't do that here. So that's that's kind of silly. And they were like, if you were doing it on Reddit, we'd allow it. I was like, yeah, well, I'm not. So and they were like, well, if you agree to take down the, the banner off the image, you can repost it. And I was like, um, no, no, I'm not going to do that. And they were like, well, then we're going to have to ban you. And I'm like, okay, fine, bye. You, you accounted for somewhere around 8% on average of the weekly views of the, the strip, I think, I think we'll be okay. And 8% might be generous. He's pulling in a hundred and no, it'd be way less than eight percent. Maybe eight percent of the total Reddit take. Oh. Like a hundred, hundred and six views on average over the past six weeks in that subreddit. Okay. So everyone's still uh, enjoying She-Hulk. Ah, uh, I mean, the last episode was Megan the Stallion, right? It was. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think it's, it's a fun time. Like, yeah, I I think that's that's all I require yeah. of it. It's a sitcom. It's fun it, lawyer show, as she yeah. says. Yeah. Like, I don't need every mcu property to be this like i don't have the stamina for super heavy like takes everything so serious uh stick in the mud and so many people are mad that <laughs> she hawk is fun yeah she hawk is gonna she hawk like yeah. if, if so many people mad, are mad that they never read the comic. Yeah. Yeah. If you're mad because, about the Seahawk show. Yeah. You never read the comic. Good chance you've never never cracked open a She-Hulk comic ever. Like, yeah, there's there's generally more action in a She-Hulk comic. I'll give you that. <laughs> but we're we're laying the groundwork. Yeah, at times. I mean now there is, but I mean, 
even most Marvel people would tell you that right now is is not a great time for story in Marvel comics. Yeah, I'm I'm when I say She-Hulk comic, I'm thinking like the John Byrne run. Yeah. That's that's where my you know familiarity with it uh lies. Because he there was a lot of punny really ridiculous covers just making yeah. fun of comic female uh, costume censorship interactions yeah. you know just just poking at the absurdity of it all and there was, there was the Inception was, cover Inception cover you talking about the one where she's jumping rope and it's no what? no okay He's standing on the cover as She-Hulk, holding ripping through the <laughs> oh, ripping through yeah, holding the comic yeah, holding the the comic that she's on in her hand, the Inception cover. To me, that is quintessential She-Hulk. I don't, and I think <coughs> if if that point's been missed. Actually, I think if, if you're talking about the what, yeah, she's oh, she's holding She-Hulk number one, which is like the original She-Hulk. It's the cover of Sensational She-Hulk. She's covering, she's holding like the original, her debut. So it was like the old ripped up white t-shirt. She-Hulk, Savage yeah. She-Hulk cover. Yeah. yeah. The sensational She-Hulk. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that same, 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 uh, mind. Yeah. Okay. Now this is your second chance. If you don't buy my book this time, I'm going to come to your house and rip up all your X-Men. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't know why, but when I saw that cover, because uh, that was early '90s. Yeah, she marries yeah. mole man, mole mole and wife, which she's marrying mole man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, these these were ridiculous comics. I thought that she was absolutely hysterical. It's not something I ever like had put in my box, you know, your, my pool box for the month or whatever. I hated John Byrne when I met him, and it forever tainted my opinion of him. But I still liked his art, so She-Hulk was a book I would buy because I liked his art. Okay. I like. When Bone Seller, because Bone Seller would get the, whenever they had damaged comics that got shipped in, they would put them out, you know, for like a quarter or whatever. Mm -hmm. I would always buy the She-Hulk comics that were in there. Because I thought it was fun. Yeah. And she'd get like cameos of these like weird villains yeah. and heroes and, and stuff. Yeah. It was yeah. like. There is a practice in comics where, you know, you know how many characters exist? Everything from non-superhero, just like the guy who delivers the mail to Fantastic Four, to, you know, Spider-Man's aunt, 
you know, how many characters are in Marvel, the Marvel Universe. Mm -hmm. Those are all copyrighted, but you have to publish them in order to maintain, you know, your rights or it becomes public domain after a while. Okay. <laughs> She-Hulk's comic was where oh crap, we haven't had Razorback in a comic in a few years. We need Razorback in here. Uh, right. We haven't had this in the comic. Yeah. Okay, we'll put it in here. And th I, I just think, oh fuck, what are we going to do with that? And they just do some bullshit silly story with them and it was fun. Yeah. Pretty pictures. Yeah. Different. I, I, I like the way, the way they would uh, way he illustrated uh, She-Hulk, way he illustrated, you know, Spider-Man, Wolverine, whoever you know was showing up in this this issue. It was fun. Yep. But yeah, that's that's all I'm getting off off the show. Yeah, really. There, there's, there's, I I seen so many people uh, with the uh, the last scene there. Uh, this is definitely not what. Stan Lee had in mind for the MCU of her and the chick twerking at the end. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. Um, I'll pull, I'll pull up the cover where she's holding, she's barely covering her naked body with a ripped up newspaper. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. This is, this is, this is on brand. I mean, Dan Lee was very open and honest about the fact that he was kind of mad that his cameo for the Deadpool movie wasn't, his part wasn't actually filmed in a strip club. I mean, come on. Dan Lee had a sense of humor and he was okay with things. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I, I love the fact that we're getting not like we had movies that were different genres of movies and now we're getting serialized TV properties that are different genres of TV. Mm -hmm. I mean, WandaVision was a, was a huge risk as the first offering. Oh Yeah. I mean, if you wanted to start off Disney Plus Marvel television, Falcon and a Winter Soldier would have been the safest bet. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm WandaVision Darkest. True. But had they done that, it might not have been uh, redacted as much. It might have been more with the original story. And therefore, a little more complete story, I guess. But uh, yeah, WandaVision was a was a risk in my mind, but I enjoyed it, and I love speculating about you know Mephisto and all, all the all the bullshit and right and jokes they had about it. So. Yeah, I mean and Loki was Loki was a different flavor and Falcon and Winter Soldier was a different flavor. Hawkeye was a little Falcon and Winter Soldier-ish. A little. <laughs> but I still I still liked 
you know, getting basically closure and rebirth of that character. Yeah. Yeah. And plus it brought back Kingpin into the MCU. Yes. You know, I think the MCU proper, you know, yeah. we knew he was, he was out know, part of, he was part of it, but you know, this is now he's know, there. Yes. And you know, the char- the actor portraying the character we want and in the flavor we want, he was, I mean, he didn't slam anybody's head in the car door, but he was definitely that guy. Yeah. Yeah, I, you know, I, I'm happy, you know, we've had Miss Marvel, uh, which Mm -hmm. was a completely different thing. Mm -hmm. Now we've got She-Hulk. I think She-Hulk is going to, this week is probably going to pick up a little bit more of the action now. I think we've, we've done enough set dressing and and Mm -hmm. preamble well, it's it's almost like they're introducing uh, a character every every episode. Yeah, but I, I love think the they, story the 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 elf uh, and her idiot coworker. Oh God, that was so hilarious! <laughs> I mean, no one could be this stupid. I don't know. Could you say this on 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 the stand? Yeah, yeah, yeah that I, was that was funny. I, I think, you know, we've we've established the corner of the MCU where She-Hulk lives, and now we're going to get a little deeper into, you know... It's going to be that breath between yeah. the stress of all the other... I mean, Daredevil's going to make an appearance. We know. We know yep. he's, he's in She-Hulk. And yep. we know he's going to have his uh, MCU costume. Basically, the costume from the Netflix show, but with the brown and yellow coloring. Yep. From at least from screen grabs I've seen. Uh, this is going to be that breath between you know Daredevil's a tense show. Yes. And him being on in She-Hulk will be that you know snap back to reality or you know out of reality as it were. Yep. yep. You know, let's just take a take a step back and remind everybody this is still a comic book. This is a a cartoon character. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean on the plus side, we've got Andor soon. Andor. Cassie and Andor, his show. Star Wars. Oh. I don't know what that is. Rogue One. Yeah, I don't know that. I I didn't know there was going to be... I I haven't followed that, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Bookman, am I correct on that? It's like two weeks now? Uh, Starts at the last week of the month. Okay, so three weeks. That's that's the guy that died in Rogue One? That really doesn't narrow it down, sir. Well, the guy... the. Hit, hit, he and her were on the beach at the end? Yes. Okay. Yes. So this is like well, well before that, I take it. Yeah, this is how he became Cassie and Andor. Okay. 
you know, not like starting from birth and hey, we're naming this little kid Cassian, but like that'd what led real, him that'd be a real short show. They could, they could <laughs> it stop there. Yeah. But I mean it's gonna have Forrest Whitaker as uh Oh fuck. God, I can't remember the name of that character. Cyborg, please just push me over and let me die, guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm a huge Forrest Whitaker fan, you know. Picked up on that. I'm hearing some some problems in what Ray's saying. No, I'm not a fan. I know we're gonna get canceled now. We're gonna get canceled. Yep. Why? You're racist. Oh yeah, yeah, that's me. I mean, that's that's been canonically established, though. Yeah. No, I'm I'm looking forward to Andor. I think it's going to be a great show. Um, I I honestly didn't know anything about it. From what I've seen, it looks like it's going to be a little dark and gritty. Um, This is post clones or post episode three, pre episode four, obviously. Um, But it's definitely going to be telling a very painful story. Well, it's a very dark time. It is. It is. Resistant. There isn't even an active resistance. It's basically just a bunch of cells that aren't organized. They're not organized, and you've got Forrest Whitaker's character who, in Rogue One, they established... That dude isn't here to to talk about things. He he came here to kill people and chew bubblegum, and clearly he forgot to bring bubblegum. And kill people, chew bubblegum, and leave body parts behind. I mean, that just means that he's possibly a Skywalker. That's all that means. Uh, what was it? Yeah, I don't know where it goes from there. Guy Killer. What was it? What was the original name? Skywalker. Star Killer. Star Killer. That's yes. it. Yes. Limb Dropper. Limb Dropper. But I mean, they have they have established that. The more body parts a Skywalker loses, the less of a whiny bitch they are. Hmm. I mean, you know, Luke Luke lost a hand and, and instantly became less of a whiny little bitch. His dad lost... Two legs, an arm, and a hand. Yeah. And probably, you know, half his face and yeah, yeah. You know, internal organs and whatnot. Suddenly, he, he was no longer a whiny bitch. You know, there, there's a fine line. You have to dice up a Skywalker just right 
so that they're palatable. Otherwise, it's kind of like a puffer fish. If it's not prepared right, it'll kill you. Uh, you gotta, okay. You gotta cut all cut all the pieces that are still coated with sand because they hate sand. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Though you have to think that it must have been really weird for Boba Fett. Well, no, because that would have been before. But but old Boba Fett couldn't work with North Vader. They have very diametrically opposed ideas about the Tuscans. Yes. Well, well, when Boba Fett was formulating those opinions, Vader was already dead. True, true. That's a good point. Because... His series started with the second Death Star explosion, right? I think so, yeah. yeah. I will say, uh, as much as I am excited to see Andor, I really kind of hope that this is the last series that we're going to have that that bookends the original trilogy. Yeah, we need we need uh, new space wizard stories. Like we really, I don't care. I, I I really I hope they finally do something uh, on Tatooine. You know, really show us what Tatooine is like and about because we just haven't seen much of that yeah. on screen. Yeah, I mean, it's a blank slate. Yeah. Yeah. They talk about the sand, but it feels like we've we've seen virtually no sand. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. I I personally would love for them to go with Old Republic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they could go newer. Like, get past the newest trilogy and, and start telling stories there. But I think the fans would revolt against that right now. I think they're they're kind of treading in the nostalgia of the original trilogy while they try and formulate a game plan to move forward. Because the new trilogy, whether you personally like them or not, uh, the the fandom as a whole really just doesn't want anything to do with them. I think the first one was derivative. The second one was this is Star Wars. And the third one is what'd they do to my Star Wars? The third one was what you get when you have a director leave in the middle of production. And then you have a new director come in and try and make sense of what's already there while trying to write a story that fits what they want to do. There is that. Well, we are starting to run a little long. And? So we may have to shelve the uh, Star Wars deep dive. 
for okay. a future show. For a future show? I'm going to hold you to that, sir. Yeah. Because I, I have a lot more that I want to talk about. I, I, I have uh, some tangentially applicable things as well. Okay. So, yeah, be excellent to each other. We will pick this conversation up probably in a couple of weeks. I think that's a safe bet. Ooh, one last thing. Yeah. It's September. And September is that month. It is. And that is tradition. So I don't have anything prepared, so I'm just going to go off the cuff. If you or someone you know is struggling with your uh, mental health, with your reasons to uh, continue to soldier on in this world, uh, there is help out there. You can literally <coughs> Google and type words in and Google will point you. It'll be the first thing on the page where you can text, call, email, chat, whatever you need to do, you can get in touch with somebody to talk through things because you are important and you are valuable to other people in this world. Uh, the three-digit number for the national hotline uh, has been live since June as well. Yes, it has. Oh, God. Um shit so 988 988 yes i wanted to say 977 and i was like ah that's not right that's not right no no 988 so i i thought of that earlier today and then it smacked me as we were wrapping up fair enough Cool. So be excellent to each other. Come back next week. Please come back. Uh, we like having you around. Indeed. Pasta nachos. Indeed.